I hated like for months listening to people complain to me about masks and stuff like that. It's like, bro, you're over here complaining about wearing a mask to a guy <laughs> that sits in a wheelchair every day. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> Thank you for taking a seat with the chairman. Welcome to Chairman of the Board. I, I bet the board is spelled B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Chairman of the Board podcast, episode two. I know it's been a little while. Uh, I've been doing my other podcast, the Walk and Roll podcast, my friend Ryan, but we're back on track with this one. And I'm very excited to have my second guest ever, and really my first uh, interview, because I was doing it with my friend, you know. So, uh, you know, Joe Underwood, who you might know from being uh, pretty TikTok famous, and you're also <laughs> a stand-up, sit-down comedian, kind of like me, uh, a fellow chairman and uh yeah it's very nice to meet you man you as well thank you for having me on this this is a really cool opportunity it's i I don't uh growing up i never like knew any other handicapped people so i'm like the only one like everyone around me in my town like i'm the only guy pretty much so it's really like yeah so it's cool to you know finally have someone relatable to to talk to and i saw on your instagram that you are with like a bunch of other handicapped people playing like you know, uh, what's it called? Wheelchair basketball and stuff like that. That's awesome. How long have you been doing that? Yeah, I mean, it's I'm, I'm from Phoenix, born and raised, so it's easy in a nice. big city to find a lot of people with disabilities, fortunately. So, yeah. Um, but I started sports in third grade. Uh, wheelchair basketball and swimming were my, my two sports that I got really big in. Um, didn't have a social life, really, until college because I just did sports my whole life. Um, but it worked out. I was really, really, uh, I made it big in sports, um, before I did any of the comedy stuff. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw some about, um, what was it? Like you have some trophy or what was it? Some, you won some competition. I wasn't sure what it was. Um, yes, it was swimming. I went to a bunch of like junior national stuff. Um, and then when I was 13, I was fortunate enough to make qualifying times to start trying out for the actual Paralympic team. Um, really? Wow. Yeah. Um, so I went to a few trials, never made a Paralympic team, but I did make a national team during a world championship year. So I've gone to a world championship meet for swimming. Unfortunately, it was hosted by the U.S., so it was just in California that year, but it was was still really cool to be able to represent the country and stuff like that. And then for basketball, uh, my junior year of college, I was on the U23, um, under 23-year-old wheelchair ba- uh, national wheelchair basketball team. Sorry. Okay. I think that's what I saw on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Probably. That's amazing. I've With my disabilities, I can't like um, play sports. I have Marfan syndrome. Like a, okay. Like, like a, if you know Michael Phelps because you're into swimming, mm-hmm. like he has a really mild case of Marfan syndrome. I'm like one of the few that like make you wheelchair bound. So I can't like play any wheelchair basketball because of my heart and stuff. But I've always wanted to, I can swim a little bit, but not, not like competitively. Like, 
Like, uh, I wonder if there are any like um, less intense sports you could do. I don't know. I don't know. I mainly put my energy into comedy, and you know, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, and like um, comedy's more fun anyway. It is. Yeah. I like making. I never knew like when I tell jokes on stage over time, like my family members, when I show them to them, they're like, you really make like making people uncomfortable. Don't you? I'm like, I don't think so. And then I rewatch it like a year later. I'm like, Oh, I guess I do with some of the stuff I, I say. Yeah. Yeah, I think think that's the best way. Like you were saying earlier, um, you don't really know any other people in wheelchairs. Like you hang out probably with mainly able-bodied people. Yeah. I I think that's kind of walkers. yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of the, the best way to, introduce yourself to a new group i guess it's just to go right into those like super super dark jokes and stuff just to <laughs> kind of show them that you're okay with it and they should be okay with it and stuff like that i that's yeah. what i do as well the first time i ever did it um i told the joke i kind of like well i started out saying i rolled on stage and i was like well i forgot how to use my legs again so right off the bat <laughs> they're a little like oh okay and then i told yeah. the joke about my dad leaving and i got a big groan and I'm like, really, really? He's the one that left. Why are you groaning to me? And so it's fun to call people out on like being offended, just to get them yeah. on your side. And I was wondering if you've ever had the same experience growing up, where you use that uncomfortable, uncomfortable ability. How do you say the word? Uncomfortable ability. Uncomfortability. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, Probably should be able to pronounce that if I'm going to go into a career in speaking, but uncomfortability, <laughs> uh, like using that to like bond with people through laughter in order to make friends who are a little uncomfortable around you and kind of assimilate into like social circles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was always like humor was always my number one, like coping mechanism. And then also just like my number one way to assimilate into mm-hmm. other groups is that the right word i don't know i think i'm just yeah, using right big word. words uh, okay it, cool yeah. um <laughs> um but yeah i've always used that i think the earliest example i can think of is fifth grade i ran for student council president and the my like platform or my slogan or whatever was vote joe for president joe wheelie cares and it was a like a picture of me <laughs> doing a wheelie so uh, everybody got a kick out of that and um Obviously, those jokes are a lot more dark these days. I do the same mm-hmm. thing, but a lot more dark, um, as most of my friends are adults and can handle it. But yeah, yeah the joke started from, from a young age, and I think that's... I've always told people that I never really got bullied or anything like that, because it's really hard to bully somebody that's saying worse things about themselves, even if it's mm-hmm. just in a joking manner, than you could ever say about them. Right, right. I was kind of the same way. I got bullied more by actually kind of teachers who like didn't want to deal with my disabilities. I just kind of wanted to brush me off and just tell me. I had one teacher once tell me because I used to be legally blind. I had like eight eye surgeries uh, but like okay. two years ago. And they would tell me what they screamed at me once, just see better. And I'm like, I can't. I'm blind. Oh, like, so. <laughs> yeah, my I, bad. I forgot about that. <laughs> did teachers ever like do like kind of talk shit to you ever or? You know that? Uh, they really talk shit. Um, in third grade, I or I think it was third grade, early on in elementary school, I got put in special ed classes mm-hmm. solely based on the fact that I had a disability. Like, I tested great. Um, my disability is 
completely just physical. Some would are some of my friends would argue mental, but that hasn't been confirmed uh, by tests or anything like that. Uh, Same. Yeah. But I got put in special ed, and in third grade I got kicked out of it. They were like, "You don't need this." I'm like, "Yeah, no shit, dude." Like, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. because I'm in a wheelchair doesn't mean I need to be in special ed. Like, I know what an apple is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. So, it's a good point. Yeah. Even in high school, they still made me take like one uh, special ed class with uh, it was like kind of the more like uh, learning disability students. They weren't like fully mentally challenged in order to yeah. keep my IEP. Do you ever have an IEP mm-hmm. in high school? Yeah, I had a 504, so, which is okay, more yeah. or less the same thing. It's so like yeah. the IEP light. Yeah. 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 Um, did you ever have any crazy experiences growing up as a handicapped person? Like just people not in school necessarily, but just coming up to you saying crazy shit or just being uncomfortable around you and you fuck with them a little bit or you, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I, that's, you know, that's most of what I talk about in my comedy. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I could think of like a hundred examples for you and I'm sure you could too. Um, yeah. But you know, there's always the people that, you know, come up to you at the store and call you an inspiration because you're buying your own groceries and stuff like that. <laughs> and <laughs> There's the people that hold open the automatic sliding doors for you. That's a crazy one. They're not going to stay open. Yeah. That's a crazy. I mean, that's just like, it's like, are you mentally challenged for doing this? You know, it's yeah. like, well, maybe <laughs> like, you should be on? in a special ed class. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I once yeah. had a guy, well, I, I, this is probably one of the most common phrases I get is like when I go into an elevator, people will ask me, because I have a power chair, not a push chair. And they'll ask mm-hmm. me, hey, how do you fill that thing up? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, like it runs on gas. How do you, do you like go to a gas station? I'm like we're in an elevator. They're like, yeah. I'm like, you would be dead. Like it doesn't run on <laughs> gas. There would be fumes in here. You would be dead. They're like, oh, I guess that makes sense. I'm like, yeah, no shit. It's, I mean, some of them are just like, oh my God, dude, how are you walking around here? And I'm rolling around. Like, how did you get decided to have the legs? I'm just curious. It's you know? not fair that you get to be so dumb and I have <laughs> to sit here in this chair <laughs> yeah and i just got to sit here and listen to it i have to listen to your <laughs> stupidity you know but uh they're fun like that's that's the main reason why i know i wanted to comedy i'm sure you did too is just like yeah. not just like to deal with the coping mechanism of being handicapped but like you have so many fun encounters of people just being uncomfortable yeah. around you they're, they're fun to talk about they're fun they to are. just yeah yeah yeah, I, I definitely didn't think I was going to like talking about that. Like, I, I had immense stage fright when I first started. But mm-hmm. um, I think just talking about something that is so close to home really, really helps. It makes you more comfortable if you're talking about, you know, real-life stories that actually happen versus, like, I know some comedians kind of just lie about everything. But. I never get that. I don't think I've ever lied. I just don't. Because I always thought when I was a kid that if I'm a good, because I've always wanted to be a comedian, that yeah. I should probably just tell the truth all the time because that's what comedy is. I For thought sure. it's just like yeah. telling real stories, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, I don't know why comedy. I don't get the. I guess you would lie if you don't have a lot of interesting things to talk about, and I guess when comedians yeah. are starting out, they don't have like, you know, something that individualizes them. They kind of have to make yeah. up stuff. But we got yeah. got a good amount of material material. We got a big one. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever worry that a large amount of your material is? too much about your disability because that's one of my worries about my stuff it's like am i talking about this too much am i still going to be funny about this other stuff going on in the world so i kind of go out of my I way i do to worry about, about it yeah I, I do worry about it like i've built up probably 
45-ish minutes to somewhere between 45 and an hour of just, like, stories about being disabled, pretty right. much. Because um, it's so, so much of be a little much. Yeah, and I've had, mm. I've had uh, this conversation a billion times, and a lot of my comedian friends tell me, no, that, I mean, that's you. If, if you're funny, then talk about your disability. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I've always tossed around the idea of writing, even if it's just like a five-minute set, writing a set that has nothing to do with my disability. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, bring up like, all right, I know you guys are wondering about the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. But then still don't bring up the disability, like bring up <laughs> you know, how I'm adopted or something like that. Um, That's funny. So I've, funny. I've, yeah, I've, I've thought about I've thought about that, but it's so hard to write about other things, honestly. It is because it's, we're so involved in all the it's our daily task is dealing with this. Like yeah. every morning we got to wake up and be like, well, it's they still don't work. Still, you know, <laughs> still got to roll around everywhere. So, yeah, um, yeah I was just going to say I, I thought about doing that, too. And I wasn't sure, I mean, you have a good idea about addressing it at the end. I was thinking maybe if I had to still address it at the very beginning and get out of the way and then just completely do a normal set. But I like it better at the yeah. end. That makes more sense to be like, yeah. I know what you guys are thinking, yeah. you know, and then say some random, random thing and throw them off. That's, yeah. that's smart. Because they just wait, they, they have to wait your whole set to hear it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, that makes it even better. Yeah, you hear them like whisper into their like date. Is he gonna talk about his fucking <laughs> handicap parking spot outside? Like, is he gonna, you know, what's going on here? Um, let me see. I wrote down a couple of questions. Oh, yeah, I want to ask you what your uh, favorite comedians are. Uh, so Tom Segura is my all-time mm-hmm. favorite. I absolutely love Tom Segura. Um, got to see him live in May. Uh, May, yeah, May. I think right before he put out his last special. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was awesome. Um, I also love George Carlin. Yeah, George Carlin, uh, Patrice O'Neill, uh, Mark Normand, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle. I could go um, on and on, obviously. I'm pretty but, much the yeah. same. I, I, I'd add Louis C.K. to the list, too. I like Louis a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. he's another one I would add as well. I, I met yeah. Tom Segura like a year or two ago, probably two years now, and he was really chill. He's, I am uh, like extremely the jealous. <laughs> He's uh, it's so, dude. I think I saw him the one before Ball Hog that came out, yeah. special before that. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he was going savage on stage. At one point, he literally reached his hand into his pants and started playing with his junk. I forget the yeah. joke, but we're like, so when I was meeting him, um, a bunch of people were reaching out to shake his hand, and then uh, my sister and I didn't when we met him. Because I don't know, he just didn't. Yeah. I, I think I didn't do it because I was nervous. I didn't even think about it. And the guys next to us were like, oh, I guess they're not real handshakers. I'm like, You're the one that you just touched his balls, by the way. Like, do you remember you did that on stage? And they're like, Oh, yeah. And Tom's like, He kind of got a point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like that about uh, Tom and like some of the other comedians we just listed. I feel like they, I feel like they don't succumb to the times. Um, you know, they stay edgy and stuff like that. I feel like too often at the, especially like the, um, local comedy show level, I feel like a lot of comedians are getting too scared to say out their things or do out their things on stage. Yeah. I mean, I, the whole thing about being canceled is just the most ridiculous thing. I mean, if you have an actual day job 
and you're worried about like losing your job for saying something on Facebook that you're not supposed to say, I get that. And it's still wrong that you'd lose your job for saying yeah. something silly that you don't mean, like a joke, for example. Yeah. But if you're a comedian, that like that's your job is to to push the boundary of freedom of speech and keep going yeah. and going and going and be like, oh, that's too far. Pull it back. And then you make it into a special. That's why when Louis C.K.'s set got released early and leaked online, he got criticized mm-hmm. for that Parkland joke. You ever hear it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought the joke was hilarious, even. But, I thought it was, too, but you know, I, I understand. I guess yeah. he wasn't done with it, so, you know, you got to refine it, and Joe Rogan would made the point that, you know, it, it wasn't fair what happened to him, because he, he probably would have, re, you know, reined it back and polished it up and made it work better, because that's like our gym, right, is working out jokes every night and exactly. making them more refined and better, so it doesn't make you go completely all the way back, but just enough to where it's still funny. People don't realize that those comedians that you see on their Netflix specials and stuff like that, that's not the first time they told those jokes. <laughs> that's Dude, about the thousandth time they've told that joke. It amazes me. I've met people, like friends, who know I do comedy. They think that mm-hmm. I do it like improv every time. They don't. They think all the people on stand-up, it's all just you know, happening randomly. They're just coming up. I'm like, no. They rehearse that thirty minutes set times. is improv. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like. I I can't believe some people think that. I don't even know how you get that. You know. Um. Do you do you worried about? Are worried about ever, even with your disabilities, people coming after you for a dark joke or anything like that? Or no, no? I mean I've always been of the opinion that like, I. If people ever get mad at me for a joke, for example, I made a TikTok uh, a while ago mm-hmm. where I made a joke about people who use their legs to put to move their wheelchair, mm-hmm. um, and I called them like fake disabled um, yeah. people with fake disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, I and some people reached out to me and they were upset about it, which I understand. Uh, but That's I've always so been silly. of the opinion that like, is my joke. Um, I understand why you're mad about it. I'm not going to apologize for a joke because it was mine it's you know it's my art not yours mm-hmm. um if you want to say something different go make a tiktok yourself go get up on stage for five minutes and tell me you know your side make your own jokes but i'm not going to apologize for mine right um that's that's a great uh great point sorry about that guys i just realized i had the wrong scene on and i was only recording myself and uh not joe here so that might only be like an audio uh audio part of the podcast but um anyways so uh we were just talking about how you made a tiktok and you made that a joke about people being like fake disabled um and i've gotten that too because sometimes i'm not able to take my power chair out and uh, my friend ryan will push me around in like a push chair and sometimes i'll use my legs to propel myself if he's Mm -hmm. not around to like go somewhere or whatever and people are like "What? what what's happening right now and i'm like yeah you know it doesn't have to be only one thing like, yeah. I guess that's like the only way I'm non- non-binary is yeah. that I'm not walker or not walker. It's like, that's, yeah. that's how I'm non-binary. Uh, but yeah, that's a really good perspective to have is like, yeah, if you don't like what I'm doing, go do whatever you want to do on your own and just don't worry about me. Like, yeah, it's, you it's know, not hard. <laughs> it's not hard, man. I mean, that's what our country is about is like. Yeah, if just stop watching. Do whatever you want to do. Stop watching. If you don't like me, then outcompete me or something. You know, make better yeah. content. 
if most people don't like me, then I'll stop. But if it's like three mm -hmm. people that don't like me and most people love what I'm joking about, then. Yeah. I, I don't get why companies would cater to those couple people on Twitter either. Like there's a couple opinions of like, Hey, we didn't like this one thing about an advertisement. And they're like, okay, well we're scrapping the whole line then. It's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, what is the logic behind that? The vast majority of people are fine with it. Why are you catering to a couple people on Twitter that probably have mental illness? You know, I don't know. Did, Sometimes did you know those that, couple people have a lot of money. Yeah, that's true too. Did you know, like only was it ten percent of people on Twitter actually tweet, and the other ninety percent just watch? I, I believe it. it. Yeah, so it's just like a loud minority of people screaming yeah. into a just a void of nothingness trying to get yeah. reactions it's just so silly nonsense people. stuff too yeah it's always nonsense i always go in the trending section I'm like who's catering this stuff like who's putting this up there because i know twitter like doesn't just allow stuff to trend like youtube doesn't do that either anymore they always yeah. like yeah uh, you know cater what they want on their trending list yeah they're trending yeah. Yeah. the weirdest stuff yeah yeah um so what else is going on, man, in life? Just you're mainly working on comedy, sports, and uh, I feel like still do sports. Or? I feel like I've actually kind of not been focusing on comedy enough. To be honest with you, I haven't performed in. I I haven't even done an open mic in a couple months. Mm -hmm. uh, I've just been so busy. I went through a point after COVID where um, uh. I was struggling to find work and stuff like that with my my degree um but i ended up getting a job as a swim coach here in phoenix so um i've been doing that and then i got certified as a personal trainer so now i'm personal training at the gym that i'm a swim coach at so that's adding adding a lot as well um that's awesome i bet people it. don't like, expect yeah. to see a handicapped person as a personal trainer they're like yeah okay and then i'm trying out a bunch of sports as well doing wheelchair basketball, getting back into swimming, uh, softball, wheelchair football. Um, so that's all, Damn, that's all okay. keeping me really busy too. But how does wheelchair football work? Um, it's almost the same as like stand up football. Um, except it's one, it's one hand touch. Uh, you know, you can, you can still hit them go hard, like, like quad rugby and stuff like that, but it's one hand touch at the very least. Um, it's a, shorter uh it's a shorter field and mm. the uh, first downs are every 15 yards rather than 10 but i mean if you can follow regular football then you could follow wheelchair football most of the rules are more or less the same that's crazy. i've never even heard about that that's crazy I, yeah I this is kind of the do... first year that it's come to fruition as oh, an so actual league yeah okay okay I, I mean i honestly think that handicapped sports might be more entertaining because it's like how are they doing this more than so many like regular friends have told me yeah so many I, of my friends have told me that uh, they like wheelchair basketball and like other wheelchair sports way more than than walker sports <laughs> <laughs> i think if it got more exposure it would get picked up more i think it's very i interesting. think so too yeah it blows I mean, it blows my mind too how they're um televising like spike ball and like poker and all these like random sports on espn bowling well, bowling's yeah. actually kind of a, a pretty solidified sport, but 
Um, it blows my mind how they televise all those things, but I never see wheelchair basketball televised except mm -hmm. like the Paralympics. Yeah, and like po who's watching poker? Like it's so boring. <laughs> I mean, it's fun to play. Like a lot of these things are fun to play, but I mean, who's sitting there sit watching? There watch. Yeah, I don't. They should like talk about like marginalized people. I think people with disabilities still don't get it. Like we don't like who's our representatives. We had Stephen Hawking. He's dead. We had uh, <laughs> Professor X. He's dead. Uh, who else do we? We have like nobody, and we we're not hopefully like televising. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully someday. Like hopefully us someday. Hopefully you know. I was thinking that we could get together. Um, do you know who Ricky Berwick is? I don't think so, actually. Really? Okay, he's like a really popular uh, YouTuber, and he has uh, like kind of severe dis disabilities and stuff. He's gotcha. in a wheelchair too. And there's also um, Young Crip. His name's Donovan on Twitter. Have yeah. you seen him before? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I think we could like uh, Ricky, Donovan, you and me. And we could do like a cripple comedy tour or some shit one day. That'd be day. cool. You know, like, yeah, just get a bunch cool. of people with disabilities doing, you know, doing our stuff. But I think we might cover a lot of the same material, so I don't know how it'll work. But uh, it'd be cool. Yeah. Like we could go over our sets together and kind of see how they're similar and how they're different. Cause I'm sure we all have different takes and, and stuff like that. So, right. Cause we, there really is work. no, how many disability comics are there? Like the famous, are there any, have there been famous? Any? Not many. Yeah. yeah I, so, I know of a lot, but they're all at like the local level mainly. Right. So there's like no representation for our group really at all. Uh, I think it's about time that, we get some as as they're you know lifting up all these other voices or whatever it's like people with disabilities haven't really seen uh anything here uh, i think it's about yeah. time that we get a little uh you know piece of the pie or something i absolutely think so too yeah that'd be fun yeah. we'll have to talk about that yeah we should we should genuinely set something up that'd be cool um so uh that's cool your personal trainer um and you said what, what did you um I saw on Instagram that you graduated from, what was it, Florida? Florida um, I did State? my master's at Florida State. I did okay. my undergrad at the University of Missouri. Okay. And you got a, um, what was it in? Um, let me see, graduate degree in sports psychology? Uh, sports psychology, yep. So what, what is sports psychology? I know sports medicine, but what's psychology? Yeah, so sports psychology is... Um, I guess it's all about, um, you know, how athletes um, behave, think, what motivates them, where their confidence comes from um, on an applied level, you know, not not help, or helping them not get burnt out, um, helping them through um, sport related mental performance issues like confidence and motivation, um, stuff like that. And we also work on team levels with teams on things like team cohesion and um team level motivation and and confidence and stuff like that so okay that's cool so like you're the guy yeah. that brings everybody together and keeps them keeps them going when times are tough yeah Which makes sense yeah. we know, More or we less, know a lot yeah. about that yeah yeah it's that's um, awesome man you're doing yeah, a lot of a lot stuff of people... i didn't even know was like available that's really cool you, <laughs> you branched yourself out and done all these things that uh, most people i don't think have been doing or know about so it's cool yeah. you can bring them to light. Yeah, it's been cool to find. Again, I think mm -hmm. that's one of the perks of being in big cities and stuff like that. You just find out mm -hmm. stuff eventually if you look hard enough. I'm in a city outside of Portland, so I'll go to like the Helium Comedy Club and I'll go around there. But I haven't even in the city, I haven't seen 
too many handicapped people. Sometimes in the hospital, but they're usually like Portland's. Portland's um, a tough city for. It's for interesting city. stuff. I feel like it's yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a dangerous. One city of my too. favorite places I've done comedy though, Portland. I loved it there. Oh yeah, I think I was it you I messaged about who's yeah I think you told me you'd done it in Portland before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the I mean the Helium Comedy Club is a very nice club and is accessible. It has that small little green room you go through, which is nice. But um, it, uh, some of the, the audiences are usually pretty good, but there's a lot of so many crazy people, bro. There's yeah. just so <laughs> many. It's really not safe, especially with all the rioting. I mean, we're like an international story now. It's Portland's all over yeah. the news twenty four seven. It's just yeah a nightmare. Is it Arizona? I heard it's pretty good. My friend Ryan's in there, in Arizona. Yeah, Arizona's not like that. There's, you know, no riots or anything yeah, you guys like were that. The first we're ones chill. to like go mask free. One of them, and we we still have to wear masks in a lot of places. Finally, we're just kind of lifting and stuff, but still pretty restrictive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah we we got rid of it as soon as we could, pretty much. <laughs> That's nice. There's a lot of people here that didn't really believe in it, so yeah. Isn't it amazing how our country is split so much right now? I think that people, we we just need like a unifying, like we're all on the same team, right? I don't know why we're yeah. fighting each other. We should all be like, we have the same goal, like best yeah. for America, best for all our citizens, lifting up people of all different variety. You know, I don't know what the, all the, the fighting thing is. Was, the mass thing was so, like the mass debate was so stupid too. Like even if you don't believe in it, like it's it's so it's so easy to just wear it for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, you know, I hated like for months listening to people complain to me about masks and stuff like that. It's like, bro, you're over here complaining about wearing a mask to a guy <laughs> that sits in a wheelchair every day. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, you know, people, it, pain is relative, I guess. Right. We just have a yeah. higher, I guess, tolerance for, dealing with shit because we've always had to and some people when reality hits they just gotta be like oh really i gotta do this i mean i get like i mean covid deniers that i'll get like it definitely happened the severity of effects on different people is a different thing but you know it's definitely existed uh yeah yeah and now we know i guess it came out of a wuhan lab and you know it's crazy though that conspiracies are being proven true so we never know what is true and what is not true what is actually true yeah so now there's more wriggle room for crazy people to just spew nonsense because we don't know what's true anymore so it's like you know it's all a balance yeah anyways man we're about a a half an hour in. sorry i screwed up the um the video for the first part i uh yeah it's all good yeah it happens uh, we can do it again maybe sometime and I'll make sure I get the full video. Um, so I think we can wrap it up about here. This was a great uh, interview. It was very nice to meet you, dude. And if you ever want to like yeah, play video nice games or, or do something like that, do you ever game? You ever play any games? I, it's been a while. Like I, I love, I love video games. It's just been so long. I don't have a console anymore. So okay, it's got too busy, but you yeah, I want to get PC? one. I want to get one and I want to play. You ever play PC or anything? I did, I suck at PC. Like I I love video games. Even if I suck, I love them. Um, mm-hmm. So I will I will game. But fair warning, I suck on the PC. It's okay. I'm not the best either. Absolutely suck. All right. Well, I have a friend that tried to teach me League of Legends a while ago and did not go well. 
yeah, that game looks pretty hectic. I haven't tried that one yet. I'm, I play more like Call of Duty and uh, Battlefield oh, gotcha. and stuff like that. So, gotcha. anyways, um, this was awesome, man. I, I really wish you the best success and doing more. Uh, I mean, you had a couple viral TikToks. You you really blew up on there, and you know, I wish you nothing but the best in your comedy. And we should get together and do the crippled comedy tour with. Yeah. Look up Ricky Berwick. He has some funny stuff, and and Donovan. We can reach out to them and maybe get some going. So. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, that sounds super fun. Definitely, bro. So thanks again, everybody, for watching, and we'll see you in the next episode.